Hey guys, Shay here, and welcome to the first ever episode of Shay Unfiltered. I am so excited to get things started, but first. Holy guacamole, today has been an insane day, and I don't say words like that, like, guacamole, like, I don't say that kind of stuff, but it's been crazy, and I don't know how else to fucking say it, you know? Warning, this podcast may include explicit language. Listener discretion is advised. Uh, there's my little warning for today's podcast. If you're listening around kids, I'd recommend that you turn it off because I got the mouth of a sailor, man. I tell you what. In all honesty, today has been insane. Generally, like the first part of the month is pretty busy for me and kind of like the last couple of days of the month as well. I have been trying to get co-hosts on this podcast and trying to like schedule out everyone and make sure it falls in the right time frames and get things set up. And man, I'm exhausted but i'm so excited for the content that we have coming up here like i have some really cool people coming on to kind of talk their experiences and talk um about different things um i have my friend kim we're going to talk about online dating um i have another friend that's coming on we're going to tell a story time about how we dated the same guy and so ended up best friends Um, I have my brother coming on. We're going to do BLM versus BLM. I'm really excited about that episode personally. So a lot of my episodes are pre-recorded. So if I talk about some events that are going on or something that's happening in the news, just know that uh, either it was pre-recorded and I recorded at a later date or an earlier date, whatever, um, or I just forgot to post it. With that being said, today's episode, we're talking about crazy ex-roommates. Psycho, my psycho ex-roommate, I think is what I titled this podcast, as my psycho ex-roommate. So we're going to get into that story today. And mind you guys, I'm trying to keep out names and exact details because there are a lot of people involved in this story. So I opted to exclude some names. Um, I did reach out to some parties and verify that it was okay for me to talk about their portion of the stories um and they did agree as long as i didn't use names so that's what we're gonna do today so we're gonna call my roommate diana uh we're gonna call her baby daddy charles i gotta i gotta write these down because i gotta i gotta keep it up in my head because it's not gonna work out for me i'm almost positive it's not gonna work out. So my roommate is going to be Diana. Her baby daddy is gonna be Charles. Baby daddy's mom is going to be uh, Stacy. Uh, the child involved in this is going to be child because we're not gonna bring in. We're not gonna do that. Let's just go from there. I'm really excited about this. Not. Okay. So. Uh, back in my, you know, eight to five corporate America days, um, I met a girl outside in in our courtyard who was standing there with her child. Listen, I have a heart, okay? I sympathize, empathize, like I am the kind of person that if you need help, like I'm going to help you. That's, it's simple as that. Um, I'm big on giving back to the community And I love doing giveaways and hosting giveaways so that I can help people out um, with whatever they need help with. That's just the person that I am. And unfortunately, not everyone has, you know, the right intentions behind accepting that help. Like everyone is different. And some people do try and take advantage of it, which is really sad. But I try and always put my best foot forward and you know, help 
help someone out that's in need so this girl was in our courtyard with her child and she was basically saying that she needed to find somewhere to live she couldn't find an apartment because she had an eviction and like it was really tough for her like her apartment that she was currently in wasn't going to be able to renew her lease because of this eviction that she had from a long time ago and you know i basically like you know i told her i was like you know i have the house i have a like, five bedroom house it's three stories the whole basement is finished you can rent out my entire basement and just live down there and then we'll just share like the laundry room bills you know the kitchen is a shared room all of all, all this stuff you know just normal normal crap um all the shit that goes into setting up like a roommate contract i did um it was originally supposed to be her and her sister that were moving in but her sister decided to stay with her dad and so it was just her diana and her child and so i you know kind of went over like pricing and everything so my basement was it was a, a living room two bedrooms a bathroom and then the laundry room was down there so we would have to share the laundry room and so i was telling her you know like for the i generally rent out rooms for 250 each but since you're going to be taking over that whole area i'll just charge you 500 flat and we're, we're good with that she was like yeah that's perfect because that's like way less than rent right now and i was like oh yeah i know so basically i put this whole contract with her it was basically like a roommate contract we had some rules outlined because me being a person that lives on her own i did not want to set up wrong expectations so and i had some crazy ass neighbors too man my neighbors were nosy as fuck but I just didn't want like any any problems basically and so i told her i was like okay this is the contract you know we're gonna share all the bills put everything down the middle rent is 500 um don't bring any like random guys in um you get a set of keys you have to pay you know first and last month's rent blah 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 like it was pretty easy to get in and like i didn't do like any background checks or anything which i probably should have and that's wrong on me but you know, I was just trying to help somebody out. And um, so we had all these rules set in place. Okay. Okay. Now, come moving day, she was supposed to move in. Okay. So first, before she even like signed a lease, she was like, hey, can I move stuff in now so that, you know, I can at least have somewhere to put it so I'm not having to pay for like a storage room to put it in there until it's actually time for me to move. And I was like, you know what? That's fine. Whatever. Like we're, we're close enough to move in day. Like, go ahead. So, uh, she brings stuff over and I'm telling her, okay, so like on move-in day, I need you to have like a, a money order or cash for this amount of money. And she's like, okay, that's fine. So come move-in day, she didn't have any of the money. She had like a hundred bucks. And I was like, okay, we're already starting off on a bad foot. That's fine. You know, I'm trying to be as understanding as possible. And like I said, I'm, I'm not confrontational to an extent. I mean, I'm pretty confrontational, but not when it's uncomfortable like when you're living with someone you don't want to cause confrontation like if i'm at target and you're wilding out like best believe confrontation is going to come but when you're in a space living together it's it's very very different and so i was told her you know, i was like you know you can't i can take the hundred dollars but you can't move in until you have like all the money paid and she was like okay okay that's fine so it turns out that she had used this was around like tax time so she had used all of her taxes to buy like all this stuff at a local furniture store and so um she was like well i'm gonna have to return stuff because i'm not gonna get the size house that i wanted in the first place so i'm gonna return stuff so i can get money back and then i can pay you and i was like okay that's fine 
So needless to say, it was like this huge runaround, okay? Like she went to the furniture store. She said, oh, it's gonna take like X amount of time to get my refund, blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, well, you know, I can I can let you live here, but I'm gonna need at least something like this says you're gonna pay me. And she's like, yeah, that's fine. Like, no worries, I'm gonna pay you, right? So, mm. <laughs> I don't know why I'm just like dodging these red flags. I'm like, red flag? I don't know, that looks a little pink to me. It's not red. It's fine. So I'm just like, yeah, whatever, move in. So at this point, she'd given me like $400 from her quote unquote refund that she had. Um, and so I, I being the investigative person that I am, I called the furniture store and I was like, look, I've been waiting for this refund for X amount of days and I'm just wondering when it's going to be there. And they're like, oh, you mean the refund for 2000 something, something dollars and some change? And I was like, well, damn. Yep, that's the one. And they're like, uh, yeah, it shows it's already been given to you. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? So she has like $2,300 and she just don't give it to me. So um, that, that was our first red flag. And so I, I, I had texted her and I was like, hey, look, we're coming on the next month. Um, at this point, you're going to owe like three months of rent. Well, like two and $50 from the original down payment. I was like, do you have that? And she was like, well, I, I get paid. And I was like, okay, so like, I'm going to have to terminate the contract if you don't have it. Tell me why this bitch all of a sudden just had $1,000 to give me. And I was like, yup, knew it. So from that point on, I kind of knew that we were probably going to have a lot of money problems. Like we were, we were probably going to have a lot of money problems. And, um, you know, I told her, I was like, look, and if you're late, like I'm going to start charging you fees. And I, we, I drew up a whole new contract and I put in there like late fees and daily fees and stuff like that for everything. And sorry guys, I was playing with my zipper. If you heard that, <laughs> I get like, so like in my feelings about the story, but, um, so yeah, I told her like there was, there was going to be fees, um, associated with that. And so bet that she was never late on rent again. So yeah, basically that was, that was that whole situation. Like my, like we literally had to drive her down to the furniture store so she could talk to them. Um, and that's how I know, like she actually did ask for the refund. It was just a matter of her actually getting the money into my hands. So yeah, we redid the contract. I added all kinds of stuff in there about fees and late fees and all kinds of stuff, okay? And she, she re-signed it and I changed the date to when she actually gave me the money, um, put it in the contract and I started providing receipts for everything that she gave me. Bills that she would pay, I gave receipts for what she gave me. Um, the rent that she paid, I always gave receipts and stuff like that. Okay, so now in, in comes her and her child. Her child is less than a year old, okay? And I, you know, I don't have kids myself, but I also wasn't opposed to having her live there with a child. Like, I like kids and I don't mind it as long as you're a parent and you take care of your children, okay? And that was not the situation here. Diana would leave in the middle of the night and mind you, like I'm 20 something years old, you know, I have a social life outside of work and being at home. And so I would go out with friends and I'd come home and it'd be like two o'clock in the morning and I could hear her child screaming at the top of her lungs. And I remember one night I came home and she was screaming for like 10 minutes. And so I was like, you know what, I'm going to go down there and pretend to do laundry and see if she needs help or something like that. I go down there and I turn the light on and the child is like okay so how it how it was is there were stairs to go down 
so if you ever watched like my um, on YouTube I have a house tour of this house that I lived in this uh, this tri-story house okay when you go downstairs there's like a storage under the stairs I call it the cupboard under the stairs the Coraline door basically um where I would keep like Christmas decorations and stuff but since she moved in I moved all that stuff upstairs into one of the extra bedrooms I had put up like a baby gate and had her child like in that little cupboard there was no lighting in there it was very small it was a very very small space I will say that um like I could comfortably fit like maybe like three of those like um five dollar Walmart bins that you always see like during Christmas time like they always change colors and stuff um but three of those like I don't even know how big they are are they like 30 gallons or something like that um anyways three of these bins like you could probably fit those in there comfortable well, maybe maybe two actually two because I remember there was computers because it slanted downward so this, the third one wouldn't fit anyways that that's besides the point it was a pretty small space it was concrete floors brick the stairs are brick so it was brick up top and there were spiders in there too like ew and she would have a baby gate right there and her child would be in there. So I went down there and I saw her child there screaming and I was like looking around like this place wasn't big. So it wasn't like hard to see anything. Um, there was a there was a bedroom that was like around the corner where the bathroom was. So you couldn't really see that from upstairs, but everything else was like full view. Um, so I was looking for her. She wasn't there. And I was like, OK, so I tried calling her. I tried texting her. She wasn't answering. She left her child in a closet underneath the stairs crying at two o'clock in the morning again less than a year old I was like you've got to be fucking kidding me and at this point um baby dad's mom Stacy had kind of like been in contact with me because when she first moved in when Diana first moved in she didn't have a cell phone so she was using my phone to keep in contact with people so I had texted baby dad's mom and I was like look this is what's going on like I don't know if you want to come get her I don't know if I should call CPS like I'm probably gonna call CPS because this is ridiculous like it's insane and I've, I'm not taking care of a child, so I don't know what I'm supposed to do. So I took her out of the closet, obviously, um, and brought her upstairs with me. And we were, like, basically just watching TV until she got there. She didn't get home until 4.45 in the morning. And I was like, your child was down there screaming in the fucking closet. And she was like, oh, I know, I just put her in there so that she wouldn't fall off the bed. Like, I put blankets and stuff inside of there so it'd be safe for her. Like, all this stuff. And I was like, you're you're joking, right? Like, that's a joke. And I was like, um, I called, you know, Stacy, and I told her what was going on. And she was coming to pick up her. Like, she was coming to pick her up when she got off work. She gets off work at 6. And she was like, no, 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 no. I'll call her and tell her that it's fine. And I heard a guy's voice, like, at the door. And, like, it kind of seemed like she was going to gesture for him to come in. And I was like, nope, he's not coming in here. Like, I don't know. I don't know what you think this is. This is not a brothel. <laughs> uh, but I was like, no, he's not coming in. Sorry. And so after that, like, our relationship was pretty rocky after that. Like, uh, she would talk shit about me at work. Um, I quit my job so that I could pursue other endeavors and she would just talk shit about me and I had friends that still work there I'm still friends with a lot of them today so it wasn't until like when like I said she would use my phone often to like keep in contact with people and it wasn't until like I had realized that her Facebook was still logged in on my browser 
um, through a private browser. And I did not know that my that my phone like kept people's passwords and stuff. And I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. But I kept getting these notifications and I couldn't figure out where they were coming from. Finally, like I had opened up my browser. I went through my private browsers and I was trying to close out all these windows and I saw that her Facebook was there. And I mean, this probably wasn't like the best decision on my part, but also like you live it on my phone, like I'm gonna go through it. And that's as simple as that. Like log out next time. So I opened it up. A messenger was sitting right there and I happened to go through some of the messages and she was telling people how much she hated me. She couldn't wait to get out. Um, Turns out she was sneaking people in through the back door. She was telling them that they could come in through the back door because the back door doesn't latch or she would never latch it. And so I would be upstairs in my room like sleep and people would just be coming in and out of my house. That middle floor where they're coming in at is like my kitchen, my living room, my dining room. And I had a lot of expensive stuff down there. And I'm not trying to be like materialistic or anything, but I had a lot of stuff down there. Like, you know, I had movies and um playstations and fucking xboxes and my tv was down there and just all kinds of stuff that would that i would just normally leave out because i didn't feel like anybody was in my home turns out she had people like coming in and out and you know again not confrontational when it comes to someone living with you and so i was just like holy shit like i don't even know how to address this situation let alone keep this from happening and so I called my mom and I was like, look, like, this is what's going on. I don't know what to fucking do. Like, I don't want to be like, hey, you know, you need to not bring people in and cause like all this confrontation and then it get worse for me. Okay. So I, I had my mom talk to her and my mom was basically like, look, like, you know, we know that you've been seeing people in, like we can see it on cameras that are outside, which we had these domes that were outside, but they weren't like real cameras. And she was like, and I know that in the lease, because we're the ones who wrote it up, that in the lease it says that you cannot have, like, strange people coming in and out. Like, you have to give 24-hour notice. And so, um, after that, like, shit kind of got weird, okay? So, she would tell me, like, often that her mother was a drug addict and, like, she did not have, like, a relationship with her mom at all. But... Um, and, and with her sister, her sister that she was supposed to move in with, like, they kind of became estranged at some point, and, like, she didn't really have, like, a good relationship with her anymore because of something that happened, and she didn't really go into detail, and I really didn't ask, to be honest. Um, so, at this time, you know, like, I'm, I'm not working, um, I don't, like, I'm not like employed by anybody like I'm just doing like my own thing I'm kind of like just doing social media and taking taking that to the next level at the time I was in MLM as well and so I was kind of just doing that which you guys know that I'm not doing that shit anymore so <laughs> don't ask um but yeah so I I just had other things that were going on and so I was gone a lot of the time um on like work trips and hanging out with people and hosting parties and stuff like that like at other people's houses and I was doing my thing okay and um one night i came home and i saw like this bunch of people downstairs it was like a bunch of kids and like some dudes and this lady and i was like what the fuck is going on down there and so i like she comes up like running upstairs all crazy and she's like hey my mom and my dad and my siblings are here and you know adam from work right <laughs> i was like oh sick and so she uh She's telling me, like, you know, she has everybody over because it's her child's birthday coming up and they're all coming over to celebrate. And I was like, okay. Like, first of all, I didn't know your kid. 
it's birthday like i didn't know their birthday was coming up and second of all we just freaking had a conversation about 24-hour notice with a bunch of people coming in and out of my house like i'm so confused like are you deaf i'm i'm really lost right now and so i told her i was like you know like you know you should have gave me like a notice or something like so that i know like i could have like you know cleaned up or whatever blah 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 and she was like oh no it's fine i took care of everything blah 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 and i was like whatever and so i i was upstairs oh upstairs to her i was in the middle ground so i was at in the living room and i was watching um tv and i like happened to look up and i noticed because i usually had my playstation remote controls like kept on a docking station it was like a dual docking station and i noticed that they were gone and i was like what the hell and i was like well maybe like my brother came and got them because the playstation wasn't mine to begin with so i was like maybe he came and got them i don't know and i'm like, my memory is so bad. Like, I can literally put a cup of water down and I will lose it. Like, I won't remember where I put it down at. And so I just assume, like, you know, maybe I just fucking, like, misplaced it or something. Like, I don't know. Or maybe he came and got it and just didn't tell me. I don't fucking know. At this time, you know, I think she had been living here for about four, about four or five months or so. And we had just had, like, problem after problem after problem. Like, it was insane. Like, she started slacking off on, like, paying her half of the bills. Like, she was paying rent just fine. But her half of the bills, like, she was slacking on so hard. And she was all talking shit about me to other people. Like, it was just, there was just a lot of factors that were going into it. And I it was just the fact that I was noticing that things were missing. And I was just like, what the fuck? And so one day, I, I one morning, I woke up and I just heard screaming, like, yelling like people were in an argument and it was coming from downstairs and so I get up and I run downstairs and I'm like what the fuck is going on like at this time it's like eight o'clock in the morning and she was like oh my sister came over last night to spend the night and and now she's mad because I can't take her back to her dad's house and they're just screaming at each other and I was like you need to get the fuck out of my house dude like you need to go you're not you don't live here like you're causing all this all these problems like I have neighbors you need to get out and her sister was like oh she'll screw you over like she screwed all of us over and blah 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 and like I didn't think anything of it like I was just trying to get this broad out of my house okay like that's literally all I was here for was just get her the fuck out of my house and so I get her out like I'm telling her like you know you need to stop having people coming in and out like I had no idea that your fucking sister was gonna be here like at this point I was getting pissed because I feel like we've had these conversations with her multiple times and it's like she gives zero Fs about it, you know? She gave zero Fs about what was going on. Like I was telling her, like, you you need to get the shit together. Otherwise, I'm going to have to have you move out. Like, you're not going to be able to stay here. And I'm beginning to know, like, I'm beginning to learn why she was probably evicted from her last house or why she wasn't able to get a new house or, you know, I'm starting to gather all this stuff. And at this time, like, her child like there was just so many instances like where her child would be like left home alone or would be sleeping on my couch in the living room and she'd be laying in her throw up and there was nobody there and so I had anonymously called like CPS a, a bunch of times and that's when I found out the system is broken and that the system just, just does not work and does not fucking care about these kids at all because they did absolutely fucking nothing about it. So I had to bring Stacy into it. I, I had to keep like sending her video and photo evidence so that she could like have reason to take this child from her. 
And then baby daddy Charles had to come in and, you know, you can't, you can't be fucking leaving my kid like that. And, and between, between the child and the people, like I was just so over it. And then, like I said, I was noticing stuff missing. Um, I was doing a lot of social media work again and I had a computer that had been sitting on the kitchen counter for like the longest. And granted, I didn't use that computer much, but it had tons of photos on it from like vacations from when I was like younger and stuff and I noticed that the computer was missing and so I was like dude fuck this and I went downstairs um it was like seven o'clock in the morning at this time um I had went downstairs and I noticed that in her bedroom she had like two air mattresses and there was two little kids on it and I was like okay so we're still bringing people in like that's cute like I said there was a bedroom around the corner where the bathroom was you can't really see from upstairs but if you're down there like you can see and I saw her mom was in that room and her sister after I told her that her sister was not welcome back and I happened to like go by the bathroom and her mom's purse was sitting right there and my freaking computer was in her purse my laptop was in her purse and I took it out of her purse and I took all the cords and she had some movies in there too and some games from upstairs. So I took all that shit and I like I woke the entire house up and I told them all to get out. Now as far as like legally kicking her out, like I don't know if I went about it legally, um, but I definitely told her, I was like, look, you gotta go, you have to go. You are not allowed back in this house. I don't give a damn who's here, what you have here. If you need to get something, you need to bring police escorts, but you have to go. Like, this is the last straw. I'm done. I'm over it. You got to go. Bye, Felicia. And so at this point, um, she was like, well, I don't have anywhere to go, blah, blah, blah. I was like, I don't know what to tell you. Tough titty. Like, you're going to have to figure it out. She had a boyfriend that worked at Peter Piper. And so I told her, I was like, look, I'll drop you off to him. He can, you know, stay with him, figure it out. But you cannot stay here anymore. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, goodbye. And I thought that was the end of it. Like, I figured, like, you know, she'll bring police to get her shit. Why did I think that was going to be so easy? (laughs) Why did I think it was going to be easy? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So basically, I... I go about my day. Okay, I met up with a friend. We went to Target, went to Starbucks. We were doing like friend things, you know. We were going to go up the mountain. I was like, you know what? Before we go up to the mountain, let me stop by the house really quick. And so I get home and I notice that the back door. No, okay, let me let me back up. So I get home and I walk in and I notice that some stuff is kind of like out of place. But again, my head, I'm just like, whatever, I fuck, probably fucking move that because I lose my keys all the time. So I'm always like searching for my keys and I can never find them. So I was just like, whatever. And I was like looking around and I went to the kitchen and I noticed that my mixer, my KitchenAid mixer was gone. And I was like, I know I didn't misplace that shit because it's a fucking stand mixer. Like it belongs on the kitchen counter. I wouldn't have moved it anywhere else. I start looking and I notice that the back door window is kind of like slid up a little bit like it wasn't fully put back down and I was like oh hell no this fucking bitch broke into my house so I go downstairs she's not there I go downstairs and I notice a lot of her stuff is gone like a lot she like she came definitely got her clothes she got her little costumes that she likes to wear like she got all this shit 
And I was like, okay, so she came back and got her shit. She broke into my house because I, I took her key from her. I was like, okay, so she broke into my house. And so um, at this point, like, I, I didn't drive home, okay? My friend came in and she dropped me off. And I texted my friend and I was like, look, go around the corner. I had my um, people that I went to church with. They, they lived right across the street. And I told her, I was like, look, park over there by their house. Um, and I, I want to see if she comes back so needless to say like we didn't go to the fucking mountain because of this hoe decided that she was gonna break into my house and so i'm sitting there like um i had i had already bought locks from like when her sister like had you know hulked out and so i had these locks that i had bought that you had to have a key to get in and out so it's not just one of those regular old locks and so like i went and i changed the front screen door lock and I changed the back screen door lock to these like keyed entries and I just kind of like turned off all the lights and I made it seem like as if I was not home and I wanted to see if they were going to come back because obviously they had the balls to do it once they're going to have the balls to do it again and so I kind of just sat there and waited and my friend was like man the real mvp because we were there for like two hours waiting and um and at this time i told my friend i was like look dude i was like you can either go home or you can come inside but i'm having a fucking steak out right now and like and she was like no dude i'm gonna wait because i want to see what's happening and i was like okay well then come inside and that way she doesn't see you like out out sitting outside or whatever and she was like okay so she runs in um i let her in really quick and we're just sitting there on the couch and we're just waiting okay and sure enough, like about three and a half hours in and she comes rolling up into the, into the carport. Like she lives there or something. Like she parks in my parking spot where my car goes in the covered parking space. <laughs> and she doesn't go through the front door like a normal person. Her and this dude, she's with a dude, her and this dude walk around the property. Like I could hear them on the side wall and then they walk around and they come to the back and I could hear her say, you just got to pull this window up and unlatch it on the inside and then you can get in. And I was like, this itch. Like, I was pissed. So I called 911 and I was like, look, I hear someone like trying to break into the house. Like, I don't know what's going on. I need someone here now. Like, blah, blah, blah. And I knew, I knew that this guy carried a gun. And so I told him, like, you know, he has a gun. Like, I'm freaking out. Like, I don't know what to do. And they were like, okay, like, you know, we'll send somebody there. And... They had cut the screen for the screen door so she could, like, stick her hand up into it. And so she was trying to, like, unlock the thing and then realized the lock had changed. And she was like, oh, man, I think she changed the lock. Like, I heard her say that. And so, like, I'm sitting there, like, the door, like, the back door was there. And then there was, like, this little space where, like, I had a water cooler, um, like, where you get, like, cold water out of. And I popped up and I was like, I was like needing something like oh crazy scared the shit out of her and she was like oh no I was just here to get my stuff and I was like so you're gonna break into my house to get your stuff and she was like no like I tried knocking on the on the front door but nobody answered and so I thought that I could just come in this way and I was like no you didn't fucking knock at the front door because I watched you walk around my house to the back door to try and fucking break into my house. And I was like, and I have you on fucking camera now. All these cameras work now. And like, she was getting like, she was getting like so scared. And I told her, I was like, you know, I called the police. Like, they're going to be here and blah, blah, blah. And I guess because I said that it, that they had a gun, like they came like pretty, uh, I wouldn't say pretty fast, but it was, it was like within a couple hours that they came. 
and um basically like I told them what happened and they were like well if she was a roommate like you know she has the right to get her stuff and I was like yeah I told her that I told her that I wasn't going to keep her stuff from her but she needed to bring police assistance because I didn't trust her like she had people in my house that were stealing from me and um so the police basically like watched her get all of her things out of the house and god like I had noticed that so much stuff like in the laundry room like I had a whole a whole bunch of like old VHS tapes um that I was saving like most I would say like 98% of them were gone um I had all kinds of shit that was like missing and I told them like you know she broke in earlier and she fucking like stole a bunch of shit and I it was just a lot like it was a lot that happened and um nonetheless like after that first night like she had never come back like she had like a tv and like all her baby stuff was still there and um she had like a whole bedroom set that she just like never came back for and so in Arizona after 30 days like you can sell it for storage fees and so basically like that's what I did I sold all her shit um I gave Stacy back Stacy and Charles I guess the tv that she had like she had stole from Charles and I called Stacy which is baby daddy's mom and I told her like I have a bunch of like baby stuff if you want to come and get it and she was like yeah like I'll come grab it so she came and got all that stuff and then I sold that house and I fucking moved because I was not safe there anymore and that's the sad part is like when you try to help somebody like that they like take advantage of you and they just make the the best like you know in your head like you're thinking this is like the best situation like you know they take a really good deed that you're doing and they turn into something so bad and they like it it's it's a lot like and to that day like I've I've never had a roommate since then and I you know I have all this extra space and I feel so bad sometimes because I'll just hear people that are like oh man I just need somewhere to live I just was like nope I'm not gonna do it like I'm not gonna open up my house to people that could take advantage of you you know and that it's just sad to say because like I said I have a big heart and I am always trying to find ways to help somebody out and you know I came from like a struggling background and I just never want that you know if, if I can help it like I would not want someone else to have to go through that and it just sucks that people like take advantage of you and give zero f's about it okay that's it i'm calling it a wrap for today's episode thank you guys so much for listening in don't forget to like and rate my podcast and turn on those notifications so you get notified every time i post a new episode which is every unfiltered friday so it's pretty easy to remember make sure to follow me on instagram at shay unfiltered podcast that's where i post all the updates guys i want to see your feedback topic suggestions and comments from today's episode So don't forget to post on my most recent picture. (laughs) You also have the option to support our podcast by clicking the link in the description of every episode or clicking the link in the bio on Instagram. Other than that, guys, have a fantastic weekend. And don't let shitty people ruin your life. (laughs) Don't get roommates. That's that's what we take from today's episode is just don't get roommates. All right, guys, have a good day. Bye.